How in the world did they not recognize him? How on God's green earth did two of Jesus' followers somehow not recognize the man whom they were walking with for hours? How is it possible that they failed to recognize Jesus standing right next to them? It's a legitimate question. I'm sure all of us are probably saying, oh, if I was in that situation, I would have definitely been able to recognize that it was Jesus, but it's more complicated than that. These were men who believed in him and followed him, and how could they not fully see Jesus as he is? Well, the answer lies in this distinction. It's the distinction between knowing about Jesus versus truly knowing Jesus. These two men were two of Jesus' disciples. They were not apostles. That distinction needs to be made. They were disciples. They were a little bit more distant than the twelve. Again, one of them was named Cleopas. He's not one of the twelve apostles. So they were not at the Last Supper. They were not there at the Transfiguration. They weren't there at some of the most intimate moments of Jesus' public ministry. They were not among, you could say, the inner circle of Jesus' closest collaborators. So what did they do after the resurrection? Well, they made a very ordinary journey to Emmaus, sort of emblematic of going back to their normal lives, not unlike what the apostles would do later on. They're walking away from Jerusalem, walking away from the place where Jesus had just died and had been raised. And in the process of this journey, they meet this mystery man and ask him what he was doing. And he asks them what's been going on in Jerusalem. And so they tell him about Jesus. They knew the facts about his life. They knew what Jesus did. They rattled off some facts about him that probably would have been on Jesus' curriculum vitae. They had some preconceived ideas about him. After all, they say, we thought he would be the one to redeem Israel, probably in a political sense. They see Jesus as a public figure and his resurrection as a historical event. Again, they say, aren't you the only person who hasn't yet heard? They are encountering Jesus, yet they are failing to recognize him. But Jesus, as this mystery man, explains in much deeper and more intimate detail what these two men had known previously. Jesus interprets everything about himself in Scripture. This goes deeper than merely rehashing and recounting events, because in the process, Jesus explains the deeper meaning of the Messiah, who he is, and more importantly, why he came. After all, Jesus' mission doesn't make sense without the entirety of the Old Testament, all of the prophets, all of the kings. Jesus' mission does not make sense without all of them. And that is what Jesus explains to these two men. He gives them a fuller understanding of what they had known previously. We can understand this only when we know what came before Jesus and what he would be. Again, not just the who, but the why. These disciples were at at that time concentrating on who, what, where, and when. Christ was telling them why. And then it becomes evening. They're about to go their separate ways. This mystery man gives the impression he's going on farther. And these two men go to the inn. And they say, stay with us for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. 
After all this is done, they want to hear more. They've grown fond of this mysterious friend who they've just met and want to share the evening with him too. So they have a meal. At a table, Jesus takes bread and immediately their eyes were opened and they recognized him. They recognized him in the breaking of the bread. Again, this probably goes back to maybe one of Jesus' miracles of the multiplication of the loaves that they had seen and recognized him, or maybe the stories from the apostles about that Last Supper. Again, these were men who were not at the Last Supper, as we know, but recognized Jesus in the breaking of the bread. And they say to one another, were not our hearts burning when he spoke with us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? This is a sensation that they had never had before. Something entirely new, even different than the times when they had followed Jesus in public ministry. Their hearts were burning within them. All of their previous discipleship had merely stimulated their minds. But it was only in Christ that their hearts were finally burning. That is the difference, brothers and sisters, in being a follower of Jesus and being a true disciple of him. It's the difference between knowing about Jesus and truly knowing Jesus. Because our Lord always calls us each and every day to deeper and deeper intimacy with himself. We begin often by knowing Jesus at a distance. We learn about him, but at first we do not truly know him. These two disciples had previously lacked that full intimacy that Jesus calls to each and every one of us. They had known him from a distance, seen him as a great guy to follow, maybe even as a prophet. But they had only known him from a distance, not as the Lord of the universe. To be an intimate disciple of Christ means to be a sharer in his cross and to be drawn near to him in the Holy Eucharist, as these disciples recognized him. It is through the Holy Eucharist that Christ draws us closer and closer to him. You know, those words that Christ spoke from the cross, I thirst, were, yes, his thirst for us, first and foremost, but also it is our thirst for him. And sure, you might be saying, yeah, it's great, Father, but right now we can't receive Jesus in Holy Communion. But right now we have spiritual communion. Spiritual communion, that prayer that we all pray together before we receive our Lord. And it is our expression of our thirst for God and how much God thirsts for us too. So even if we cannot receive our Lord physically in the Eucharist, our intimacy with our God can still grow even now. We can grow in intimacy to recognize him in the breaking of the bread when we are able to receive Holy Communion again. So let us pray that we can be true apostles and disciples of Jesus, not merely followers. Let us be intimate sharers in Christ's mystery rather than just merely knowing about him. And may our hearts burn for Christ, especially in these days, for we know that his heart burns for ours too. May we come to truly know Jesus as the Lord of the universe and recognize him in the breaking of bread.